corporates that we talk to, like, oh, well, I don't really care how fast the other person gets it. I don't want to pay faster. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that what's important to realize is like for a lot of businesses, it allows you to hold on to your money longer in or and still have your payment arrive on time. All right, welcome to another episode of FI Today, the podcast where we talk about all things banks, credit unions, payments, and more. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kevin Miyamoto, also known as Moto. Hello, Moto. And in this episode, we have uh, Reed Lutanen, Executive Director of the U.S. Faster Payments Council. It's going to be an awesome conversation. So, Reed, welcome to the show. All right. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for having me. It's going to be fun. You like my uh, my Star Power Mario Brothers uh, that, theme song for you? That spoke to my heart. Uh, it was a child of the '80s, so I definitely grew up with the Mario. Yeah, no, for sure. Actually, I heard the new Mario movie is great. Um, it's fun. It's a yet. lot of fun. Took the kids a couple weeks ago. Um, the the Bowser parts, in particular, with Jack Black, are really fun. My daughter keeps playing the Peaches, 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 Peaches <laughs> song, so I I have that stuck in my head, but. Uh, Anywho, Reed, thank you so much for joining. Um, you know, obviously, I know you're the executive director of the Faster Payments Council. You worked for a long time uh, for Walmart. Why don't you just give the the listeners out there a quick, you know, two minute overview of who you are and how you got to be where you are today? God, I mean, you pretty much just did it in like ten seconds, but <laughs> I'll, I'll try to elaborate just a little bit. So, yeah, uh, executive director here at the U.S. Faster Payments Council, and I've been in this role for about three years now, a little over three years. And uh, we're going to get into what the FPC is in a minute, but it just really um, was exciting for me to be in this space uh, in a place where my role is really just to bring everybody together and have those critical conversations about payments modernization and faster payments. So really happy to be here to do that. Um, before that, like you said, I spent about 15 years at Walmart. Um, I'm actually a native uh, Northwest Arkansan. So I'm from Fayetteville, which is about a half hour away from uh, the Walmart home office. And yeah, I spent... 15 years there working on payments acceptance. So I had for a while government benefits. I ran Walmart's gift card program for a period of time, debit acceptance, uh, worked on credit acceptance, contracts, things like that. Um, and then like a nice long stint working in you know industry relations and government relations related to payments. So um, a lot of time in the payments industry working with folks and trying to find ways to collaborate. And so the FPC is just, you know, like really special to me. Yeah. And I'll just say, you know, identity, we're members of the FPC. We cannot say enough great things about the FPC and it's, uh, if you're not an FPC member right now, you should definitely join. We'll get into the pitch a little bit later, but <laughs> I just wanted to say, can't say enough good things about the FPC. Um, but, but with that, Reed, I know, you know, as the executive director of the FPC, you have the benefit of talking to hundreds of, if not thousands of corporates and FIs out there. So, and just, a you know, kind of a broad open question, where are we right now with faster payments? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because in one way, we're pretty mature, right? We've had the RTP network in production for uh, more than five years now. So we've got a lot of history in terms of understanding how to operate in real-time payments. Um, at the same time, still in our infancy in a lot of ways, right? Folks are starting to figure this out more and more. I think the coming launch of FedNow is really shining a spotlight in this space, the way the Fed can do uh, almost like nobody else in this industry. Um and so you're starting to see a lot more interest and traction among corporates and businesses who are thinking, hey, you know what, there's some applications for this payments technology um, that maybe I hadn't thought about until I really you know, 
with pen to paper. Um, at the same time, I think financial institutions, we're at an, a bit of an inflection point. I've been talking to lots of FIs, but also a lot of providers, right? The folks who help those financial institutions get connected to FedNow and RTP. Um, and it's definitely been a transition over the last eight to 12 months from a lot of conversations to a lot of ink on paper and contracts. So um, it's a super exciting time. I think people are starting to understand that this is going to be table stakes and this is going to be how people expect payments to work in the future. Um, and that future is basically now. Yeah. Well, and so you mentioned FedNow and RTP, just for the viewers out there, can you just elaborate a little bit more on what those two networks are? Yeah, of course. Um, we like to talk about faster payments in a few different buckets of types. So this might help sort of like give you a sense for what we're talking about when you compare it to other forms of payments that are out there. And so for us, we have three different buckets of faster payments. And the first one is same day. So things like same day ACH is the prime example there, right? So transactions can be put into the network and the transaction will clear and settle uh, on the same day that the transaction went into the network. Um, then we have what we call immediate payments. Um, so types where there's lots of, there's maybe real-time messaging. Think about push to card. So Visa Direct, MasterCard Send, those types of products where there's real-time messaging. So everybody's understanding that this transaction is happening, but ultimately the settling of that transaction um, happens often on the next day or the next business day. And then now that, that's where instant payments come in, sort of like the next um, level of faster payments uh, where you've got 24-7 operation of a payment network that is clearing and settling transactions at the same time that any other messaging is occurring. So within seconds, the funds are moving along with all the messaging related to that transaction in terms of the, um, the, the message going to the receiving institution and then coming the confirmation coming back to the uh, sending institution. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I guess, you know, how does that compare to when we think about, I mean, obviously the the actual mechanisms behind the payment the funding and also like when when funds are available right those are all differentiators between um fa faster payments right versus traditional payments um what are some of the other benefits when you're comparing let's say just regular mm -hmm. you know check ach wires what are the differences and the benefits between that and let's say focusing on instant payments rdp and fed now what are the differences and benefits yeah, I, I think the biggest thing, and I think the thing that's starting to sort of crystallize in folks' minds as they're looking at this and taking it more seriously and thinking about applicability to their business is the data that can be associated with the payments that are done through um, the new ISO 20022 messaging. I don't know how deep nerd out we want to get on that, but well, let's not <laughs> let's let's just give the listeners just a high yeah. level. What's a yeah, two yeah. center overview of that? Right. So basically, what it is is it's a format of of payment messaging that allows for a lot more information to be in the message and it's structured in a way that both human beings can read it and understand it, but also computers know what fields to look at to extract information. So you can use a lot more automated processes in terms of reconciliation and back office um, work uh, around your payments because of the structure of the message being consistent in that way. Um, and at the same time, when it appears on, say, say your statement as a consumer, um, because it's also the, you know, the information also is also understandable by humans, you know, it's written in a way that you could figure out like, oh, well, that went to Walmart or whatever, and it was mm -hmm. this amount. So um, it's a really, it's, it's really cool in that sense that it's super flexible. But uh, additionally, what we've seen with these networks is not only the data in those payment messages, but also the ability to attach files to that message. So uh, maybe your invoice and payment instructions and well, 
are are sort of right there in the context of the payments. Mm. So it becomes more of a combination of a communication mechanism as well as a payment mechanism. And that's different than, I guess, addenda information, right? Which is mostly just text. Th this you could actually right. attach um, images, receipts, et cetera, uh, with the payment to, to communicate within the payment. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that would be total game changer, especially, you know, when reconciling payments, just having all that communication as opposed to going to email and figuring out, oh, hey, read, I read right. send me an invoice with this, uh, you know, with this uh, invoice number. And if it's all right there, I could imagine it being super helpful. Yeah. I mean, think about like, and, it, and maybe we all think the world is a lot more organized than it really is, but like in the real world, a great number of invoices are partially fulfilled. And so like, you know, you might've received only 70% of what the invoice is for. And so now there may be some exception processing that has to go back and forth. Um, so to have all of that in one place where you can go back and see everything that happened, not just from a payment perspective, but from a communication perspective in terms of, oh, well, you know, you sent me an invoice for a million dollars, but really you only sent me $700,000 worth of goods. Um, I'm, I'm not short paying this invoice. I'm only, I'm paying for what I got and it, it's all right there. So both sides know what's going on. It's, it's, it can be, I think it can be really, really powerful for, for businesses to get a lot more efficient around that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the other benefits I hear all the time, in addition to the additional information is the irrevocability of those payments. So, mm -hmm. you know, being able to send a payment, let's say Moto sends a payment to read. If you, you know, if I send it to you via, you know, an instant payment, it's yours. I can't try to crawl it back. Um, I don't have to worry about, you don't have to worry about a return or anything like that. So um, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, uh, this is actually, it's a super important aspect of it. And I think um, it cuts both ways to a certain extent, right? Because I think the irrevocability also gives rise to a heightened need uh, for certainty when it comes to before you send the payment. So we have to make sure we're making you know everybody aware of the fact that it's not like a card transaction or an ACH transaction where you might have recourse rights and the ability to charge it back or something like that. Um, at the same time, that finality is definitely a feature, not a bug, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's intended to be there. It's a powerful aspect of this because it provides that final certainty that I know this money is in my account. It's my money and nobody else can come and take it back from me. And I think um, one thing to keep in mind, though, is that while there's no way for you, let's say you sent me money, and you're like, ah, uh, Reed didn't actually give me the beer he was supposed to get me. Um, and so- uh, Because yeah. he drank it himself. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is a this is not an unusual scenario. Yeah. Um, but uh, the so you want the money back, you know, and I'm a good guy, and the the system can make it super easy for me to send the money back to you. I don't have to be like, oh, Kevin, now if if you want the money back, you need to give me a whole bunch of information about your bank account so I can initiate a new payment. No, I just have to. I can return to you without knowing your account number, um, the amount that you sent me. So it can make it can make even that kind of processing easier when you when the recipient is a good actor, which is often going to be the case. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And then you know the the last kind of um, benefit that I hear, and, and you talked about it a little bit, is is probably the biggest in that. With an instant payment, funds are available within a, a few seconds. So mm -hmm. I always give the example of, you know, everyone, uh, well, if you ask my son, everyone is on either Cash App or PayPal or Venmo. No one's really using banks right now, right? So he has, he's one of those guys who has money in his digital Venmo account, right? And so when he wants to take money out to go to the ATM or whatever, he'll just transfer it to his bank account. Well, that transfer takes 
days, right? It could take, it could be instant. You have to pay a fee. Uh, it could be the next day. It could be sometimes two days later. We're not, you know, there's, there's no real confirmation of when those funds will actually be in that account. And I think for most people, that is the biggest thing where I know if I'm going to receive an instant payment or send an instant payment, the recipient has funds available within seconds. And I think that is just an absolute game changer. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think what's important to think about here is, and I, and I hear a lot from some corporates that we talk to like, oh, well, I don't really care how fast the other per person <laughs> gets it. I don't want to pay faster. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that what's important to realize is like for a lot of businesses, it allows you to hold on to your money longer and, or, and still have your payment arrive on time. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, you know, that, that can be an important aspect here, right? You have that liquidity, the ability to, to do whatever you want with that money for maybe an extra day or maybe over a weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's one thing to keep in mind. The other is, um, you mentioned the cash app, you know, that example, and that's definitely like one of the biggest use cases right now is around sort of account to account, my me to me transactions mm -hmm. of various kinds. And the thing, the other thing you hear a lot, and I'm sure you've heard this, in fact, I know you did because we did a conference together and we were in the same room together when some banker brought this up. It's like, well, where's the money? Where do I get a payback on this? Like, how do I make money at this? And look at the financials for Cash App and those guys. Like, a not insignificant part of their economics is they say to their customer, hey, you can move this money from your wallet here into your bank account. And if you're okay with it taking a couple days, it's free. But if you want it to happen right away, you got to pay us 1.9%. Yep. Right. And that's, there's nothing, there's nothing that stops other folks from doing the exact same thing and, you know, charging for these services for people, you know, cause people, there are various reasons why people need that money faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you hit it on the head for a lot of these, you look at cash app, right. You look at other fintechs or software providers that have embedded payments within their application. They'll do the same thing where if they want a merchant wants a faster payout, they can you know, have it within a few seconds, but it's going to cost them a percent or two. Right. And that quickly turns into significant revenue for those organizations. I mean, I've seen cases uh, in, in previous role I had at a large FI where, you know, they started out servicing one industry, but the next thing you know, because they have payments embedded, quickly the payments business overtakes the actual revenue from the, the other real business, I'll say, right? It just, it's overtaken that and provides more revenue back to the organization. So it can have just a ginormous impact on, on the organization's it, bottom line. It's huge. And I actually, I mean, talking about like doing your business as a financial institution, um, there are ways to leverage this technology that don't involve necessarily marking it up and charging people for it, but that involve mm -hmm. like making your other products and services more competitive in a competitive marketplace. I was talking to one big financial institution who does a lot of auto lending. And they told me that they implemented RTP and they noticed almost immediately that they were winning more loans without, without changing, you know, the rate and the, ter the terms of the loan, they were winning more loans purely because they were willing and able to pay right then. Whereas their competitors were paying tomorrow. Oh, that's a no. If I'm at a dealership in that example, and I can get paid right there while I'm at the dealership, as opposed to going through an application process, going to a physical branch and picking up a cashier's check or something like that's a that's a no-brainer. Right, and you and the interest rate and everything else is the same. My payments are going to be the same. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you and you could do the same thing. Insurances, like insurance payouts. Um, I know yeah. the another big example is 
kind of the gig economy, Uber drivers, or after a shift, if you work at a restaurant, immediate payouts, there's, there's almost endless use cases for this. And I think to your point, it's not going to be, Hey, there's faster payments or instant payments. It's just going to be payments. It's going to be the new norm sooner yeah. than later. Yeah. I, I think, um, wage access is like, that's a story that's been written that just hasn't been like totally played out yet in the yeah. real world. Like it's going to get to the point where literally where all hourly workers are paid at the end of their shift within seconds like that. That's definitely going to happen. I think we're going to get to a point where even salaried folks are going to get paid more frequently than they are today. Mm -hmm. um, and I ultimately, um, I think there's just, there's this huge societal benefit to that. Like to now there's more, much more liquidity in the market in the hands of consumers who are ultimately going to turn their turn around and use that and go to go to stores and go to restaurants and things and spend that money. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, you know, from my perspective, right. Um, and we're not, I'm not saying this just because you're on the show. I promise. Um, really FIs out there, banks, credit unions, um, you know, PSPs, everyone needs to be thinking about faster payments. And if it's not already within your, um, products and services that you're offering your customers today, it needs to be in your roadmap for the near future. Would love to pick your brain on that. Um, and in your opinion, do you think, a lot of the uh, smaller FIs, whether it's credit unions or community banks, do you think that they're looking at this with an, with enough emphasis? Um, you know, just because we know we know this is coming to a lot of them, it might not be super important yet. But would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's happening now. Like, I think we're starting to sort of get over that hump. I, I, six months ago, I would have been an emphatic no on that question, and I think um, we've seen a lot more knowledge being shared, a lot more attention going into this space. And I think um, that is going to take a long time to translate to anything close to ubiquitous reach for these mm -hmm. pilots, for these uh, services. Um, but I think there's a lot of excitement around FedNow, which um, I should probably point out, like, I don't know when this is going to air, but FedNow is going to launch sometime in July. Um, and so that's going to be on be... before that. It should be. Yeah. Okay. So it <laughs> hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and, it's, and it's coming soon. And I, you know, I think I think there has been a lot of excitement, but again, if you're an FI, you need to be thinking about this and faster payments need to be on your roadmap um, because of all the different embedded payments, you know, software providers out there and other uh, FIs in general. You know, from my, from my perspective, mm -hmm. COVID, you have a lot of folks that were still using brick and mortar. Well, during COVID, those were all closed, right? And so what ended up happening is there was a big emphasis on digital for a lot of these regional, even community banks, community, regional, and national banks, where I could be in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, and have a bank account anywhere, right? Really, really, I can go to any bank. I can open. I can open up digitally. It might. It might not be a smooth experience opening up an account, but I can really have a bank account anywhere. So I say that because these community banks and, and credit unions aren't competing with just their geography anymore. They're competing with folks from all over the country, whether it's a fintech, a digital bank, just a large national bank. And if the norm is to have faster payments, I would hate for those FIs to be left out uh, because they're not offering something like that when their customers are clearly looking for it. Yeah. And, and I'll say to any of the financial institutions out there who are listening to this, like there is a lot of information out there that you can have access to. Obviously, Obviously, Kevin's right. You should join the Faster Payments Council because that gives Obviously. you it gives you an opportunity to to interact with folks who are in this space and who can really are there because they want to share their knowledge and their expertise and want to help folks like you figure this out. 
Um, so, but setting that aside, like there's a ton of information on the fasterpaymentscouncil.org website that is freely available to you, um, whether you're a member or not. I know the Fed has a bunch of information out there. The Clearinghouse has a bunch of information out there as well. So um, there's a ton of great information. Now, if you want to get the premium level, the identity sponsored video content, you got to join. <laughs> well, and I'll just say this, look, the, the Faster Payments Council has no dog in this fight. They're there for the advancement of faster payments. And so you want to talk about a, a resource. If I'm going to go ahead and dive into this really, you know, long project that's going to be a big effort, do I want to just go from scratch or do I want best practices for folks who have just done it? And right. it's, it's a no-brainer. It's a no um, so de definitely lots of resources available there. I, I guess, you know, we talk about faster payments in general. Education keeps being brought up. Uh, I heard uh, that you all are up to a new certificate. Uh, so yeah. let's talk about the FPP. T tell me about it. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about this because like you said, we don't have a dog in the fight in terms of FedNow or RTP or any of the solution providers you might pick. But what we do want is an environment where the practitioners, the folks who are in this space who are trying to make this stuff happen, um, have somewhere they can go to, to learn about faster payments and then to ultimately um, get a certification of that knowledge so then they can go out into you know, prospective employers, to clients, whoever it might be, and say, hey, I don't just say I know what I'm talking about here. I actually can back that up with this, with this credential. Um, so we're partnering uh, with NACHA. Uh, obviously, it has lots of experience and expertise offering the AAP and the APRP program. Um, so it's been a great partnership with them and also with the payments associations um, who are the, the uh, unbelievably great resource when it comes to getting that training to get yourself prepped for the exam. Um, so we're starting off with a certificate program where um, it's not a fancy credential that you get to put after your name on LinkedIn, uh, but it is an opportunity to get that foundational level of learning in preparation for when that certification program, the Faster Payments Professional, uh, launches, uh, I think, uh, in the next year, uh, 18 months or so. So uh, working fast and furious with the NACHA team and with a great uh, unbelievably talented uh, group of steering committee members to put together uh, what I think is going to be a game changer. Um, and I think the other thing that I think a lot about is, and I think this is true of every industry, so much of what happens in our industry is like, who do you know and who knows you? Um, so having a more formal ability to sort of like get this credential and put that out there and give yourself that credibility without necessarily having to, you know, know every single person at every bank in order to like advance your own career can be really powerful for people. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think about it from the certification program is great because if you, the, the, the level of knowledge across all the FIs out there really varies. And regardless if you're a large FI or regional or, you know, community bank or credit union um, across the board, just the awareness of faster payments in general. Like if you were to ask most people, hey, what's the difference between FedNow and RTP? They're not gonna be able to tell you. And if oh, you were yeah. to say, hey, what's the difference like from RTP versus Zelle versus Venmo? How does it all work? How are How is everything uh, cleared and settled? They're not gonna have a clear answer, right? And so for these FIs out there, how can you possibly expect your reps to articulate the value of faster payments to your customers when you're not really providing any training, right? And so, from my perspective, um, tra training is is definitely a big thing. I'd love to hear from you though. You know, the, with the FPP certi certification and all the education, who's who is that targeted to? Who should be taking this this training? Yeah, that's that's an interesting question because I think historically, 
a lot of the training and certification programs that have been out there have been really targeted at financial institution uh, practitioners, uh, which I think is definitely a major part of the audience for this, right? So if you're at a bank or a credit union and you're trying to figure out how am I going to implement faster payments, how am I going to, what are the rules of the road in terms of compliance and uh, you know all the things that you need to know as a financial institution. Absolutely, you're in that target audience. But I think we wanted to go bigger than that and broader than that. So we wanted it also to be highly relevant uh, to corporate treasury professionals and practitioners in that space as well, right? So if you're working in the in a treasury office at a you know, my former employer, Walmart, or um, let's name a few other FPC members, Airbnb or Netflix. Um, and and you want to understand how does this work? What are the ins and outs of it? What, you know, what, is, what are the rules of the road when it comes to faster payments? And how do I ultimately then understand how I can leverage it for my business? Um, this is for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that goes along with kind of the um, why someone should join the FPC, honestly, because it is mm-hmm. all around education advancing just the knowledge of faster payments in general to, to really advance the, the country towards towards adopting faster payments and using that, you know, uh, as opposed to other forms. Yeah, it's 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 so fun right now because this is such a new space, right? I mean, we talked about earlier that RTP has been around for a number of years, right? But this is still so fresh and so new to so many people. Like you've got a lot of like wide open white space to sort of explore with um with folks who are in this in the industry, right? Who are maybe, but there may be not other banks, right? There may be mm-hmm. technology providers or the network providers or corporates who are ultimately maybe your customers or they could be your customers. Um, and so I think being able to get in rooms and have those conversations with such a, all these different folks who are thinking about you know, this fresh new green field of payments, um, you know, you can you can you can learn a lot. And, and sort of bring back a lot to your organization with those conversations. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, we've, we've learned a lot. And again, we've loved partnering with uh, the FPC for everything. Um, I can just tell you, it's an incredibly friendly, outgoing, knowledgeable group and uh, would highly advise any organization or FI out there to, to participate because it is it really is a game changer for a lot of uh, organizations out there. Um, so, Reed, any any parting thoughts before I let you go? Uh, you know, I, I think the big parting thought from my perspective is, and we touched on this before, but I think I want to go back to it is like, if you're a financial institution, you need to be thinking about what's your strategy here. And you need to be thinking about how are you going to build that roadmap to get from where you are, wherever that is to a place where you've got an understanding of faster payments. And then ultimately you've implemented them in the way that makes sense for you and your customers. Um, and I, there are lots of folks out there who want to help you do that. And I think, uh, that the first step is deciding that you need, that you're going to do it. Yep, absolutely. Well, Reed, uh, as, as always, it's great to talk with you. Thank you for joining the show today. We really appreciate it. And we will see you on the next one. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, Kevin. Good to be here.